Why are you just yeah. looking at us? No, we're good. I'm saying hello. We're, we're good. Check. Hello. We're back. All right. So, hey, everybody. Welcome. Hi, welcome. everybody. <laughs> welcome back. How's it going? If you came back, we appreciate it. Uh, this is your uh, friend, neighborhood friend, Gio. Gio. We're going to go with Gio. Gio works. Gio works. This is, Gio uh, does work a lot. I feel like I work a lot. Even though I don't hardly work, I just act like I'm working. You work your thumbs a lot. Mm. For sure. That's true. Brando, you want to introduce yourself? Brando. We'll go, we'll go with Brando, Brando today. Brando. I Brando like that. Today. It's almost like Rambo, but with a B in that, front of it. It's right. like Marlon, too. Marlon. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and we're here with Marlon as well. <laughs> Marlon, today. All right. Awesome. So, Mar- yeah. it was about, I was going to go with Jack Ryan, but Marlon works, too. Marlon Jack Ryan. Marlon Jack. Yeah, this is uh, this is your co-host, Marlon Jack Ryan. That, sounds, that does Last sound like a radio Ryan, host. Middle name Jack. That's right. Yes. Well, does, that does sound like a uh, a radio show host. It really does. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're 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 uh, we're gonna continue down the MK Ultra hole. That sounds really horrible. Anyway. I know. Uh, it does. I mean, if we were so uh, if. If you, yeah, if you skip the first episode, uh, I'll give a quick iteration of what the MK Ultra is. So it's a top secret uh, project uh, by the government, and it's uh, we'll go with a three-letter cuss word, uh, CIA. Ooh, ooh. And uh, we don't say their names. Yeah. So, um, and it was basically to assess the effects of like LSD and other drugs on mind control, information gathering, and psychological torture. And if you think I'm full of shit, uh, just do your research or listen to this podcast. And go back and listen to the first one because uh, it covers some of it too. So As always, we'll post resources for the... Uh the skeptical, right, right, uh, and uh, the so I, I I think the the Senate hearing that we're using actually is on our Facebook page, right? Yeah, Gia? it's posted. Uh, everything, yes, yeah, so everything's on the wall board right. discussion. So we do Facebook there. If you just search for us, um, by the way, those that have thumbs up, liked, share, subscribe, we really, really do appreciate it. As as we just barely getting started. Yeah, yeah. So oh, okay. if you there's something you don't like. Uh, Feel free to leave comments on the on the on the Facebook uh, page and let us know what we could do better, what we could do worse. Yeah, we're still kind of new, um, so we rely on you guys to uh, help us out a little bit as uh, as we get started and uh, get the recipe dialed in. Yeah. Um, also, too, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna insert uh, uh, action a call to action here. Uh, you know, if you're listening on iTunes, give us a give us a give us a like and rate us. Because yes. um, yeah, I know, iTunes. I know on iTunes that's the driving force behind it. So uh, feel mm-hmm. free to do that. And, I, and I'm one of those. So, you know, I thought I'd never do that, and here I am doing exactly that. So, but so far, so we, we are on iTunes. <laughs> iTunes. iTunes podcast. We are, we are yeah, give me, give me uh, one second. Uh, oh. Stitch. We're Stitcher. Also on, oh, on Stitcher. Sorry. Yeah, Stitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stitch uh, is a, a different app. I take it. Yeah, it is. It's, it's it's typically on Android most of the time, but you you should be able to download it anywhere. So it's on uh, Anchor, iOS, Stitcher, Android, and other. I'm not sure what the others yeah, are. Yeah, we're not sure what nine other. platforms altogether. Hang on one sec. I'll tell you exactly what they are. Outstanding. And just uh, just while Brandon's doing that, uh, we do just want to take a chance to welcome all of y'all to uh, to the show. Uh, we are three guys with interesting ideas and. 
in well, a particular we, we, passion. We think they're interesting. Yeah. Well, if we <laughs> definitely interested. Sure. 100% interested. As soon as, uh, as, soon as I, I get... I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jack, but... Uh, Marlon. Sorry. It's Marlon today. Marlin. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I figure out how we can uh, insert, like, either like a comment or a, uh, a way for public to post on a Facebook page... Yeah, yeah. I would do that and let you guys know because I would really, I think we all in agreement. It'd be great if people shoot in, you know, suggestions. Oh, absolutely. Or things they sort of uh, want us to absolutely go cover, down talk on. about, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Research. I mean, crap. There's there's so much stuff that we might not have even ever heard of too. So uh, mm-hmm. that's definitely something that could could possibly be a thing. We definitely question everything. We definitely <laughs> we definitely like to read though. It's unlikely we hadn't heard of it. But that's, it's possible. It's possible. That's that's true. That's true. Um, so we're fully available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Castbox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher are the full are all the platforms we're available on. Um, so listen to us any any of those. It doesn't matter. I'm not getting paid uh, to say this, but I love Castbox. Just for the record, it's phenomenal. Really? Yeah, I, I personally use Stitcher for all mine. Um, right on. Brando, uh, you introduced me to, to Castbox, so appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I I used them first initially, and I I don't remember why I switched, but but e- either way, they're both great. I used them. I st- actually still use them both occasionally. I'm on, a, I'm, I'm on a, I'm on iOS, so um, I'm one of those kids. Well, I think I'm better than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Geo uh, over here is the elitist. We like it pretty much. Somebody's got to do it. All right, so, so you guys want to jump in? Yes, we're gonna dive all the way in. So. Um, so we talked about some of the stuff that we found out from the 1977 Senate hearing. Um, we know, you know, that there was over what is it, 149, 149 different experiments, right? Yeah. Uh, that MK Ultra was the was the was that was subproject of MK Ultra. So we know that um, we covered that in our first podcast. We also talked about. Um, some other things. Yeah. <laughs> In all there. Things. Um, so all the documents supposedly or should have been uh, based off of uh, based off of some of the information from the the, the Senate hearing uh, were destroyed in 1973. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently some of it survived. There's also another. I think it's 4,300 getting declassified thanks to the efforts of a good old John Greenwald. Of the Black Vault dot com. Outstanding. Uh, Wait, John Greenwald from the Intercept. No, no, no. He he runs the Black Vault dot com. Oh. Great site if y'all hadn't been there. Yeah, if you if you hadn't used it, uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's one I do it, for just about for any government type documents. It's pretty much it's pretty much one I go to because uh, if I can't find it anywhere else, I can find it there. I also, as, as much as I hate to say this, I actually use the CIA's. Uh, Archive sites and the FBI's archive sites too. Well, why not? It's there, um, and and a lot of this stuff is available on those sites as well. Uh, this Senate hearing actually is available on both those sites. Um, you can find it there. The um, YouTube video. Yeah, the YouTube videos. No, I tear up uh, on YouTube. Speaking of which, there's actually I watched a uh, I watched a uh, I watched a YouTube video, um, and it's actually on the uh, the Wallboard discussion Facebook page. So. Uh, you can go there and watch it. It's uh, it's done by I believe it's the Fifth Estate is the the, the 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 channel that put it up. But 
it's a documentary that was done in the 80s on an institute in Canada that the um, what the headmaster or whatever, the, what, what are the guys called? Over... I don't even know. Boy. Institutes or whatever? And like sanitariums? What are the what are the head the head doctors? What are they called? Uh, the ward? I get I don't know. Headmaster. Works. Headmaster. We'll just use that. Sure. Headmaster. The headmaster. Uh, so they know he was taking money from a CIA front company while he was running that institute. I think it ended up being like right around like $60,000 a year where he was taking that. And then, I know that doesn't sound like a lot to us now, considering. But, oh, uh, back in the 70s, that's yeah, like 150000 Yeah, yeah, you got to look at the time. So, the, the, huge amounts of money. I'll take 60000 right now. He was, uh, yeah, yeah, I would too. I would too, for sure. Um, so, while they were there doing that, and he was he was over this place running this stuff, he was doing experiments on MKUltra. Uh, patient or doing MK Ultra projects on patients, and some of the, one of the one of the projects uh, that he was doing or studies he was doing or experiments or whatever you want to call it. We'll call them studies. We'll call them studies. Yeah, we'll give them studies. Okay, we'll go. We'll go well, studies. Technically, so. it's not wrong. I mean, it's a study. Well, I, I you, think a lot of it started with trying to to you know it. I mean, it's just a life rule, right? Either you haunt or be haunted. Well, that's true. There's, there's that's no true. But I mean, but there's also a line of humanity, right? Yeah. Well, I, I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, for most of us. For most. Unless of us. you're willing to put that aside and go in it. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's. I don't think you have to be like ultimate evil to be okay with doing these things. I think oh, if, no. if you have the ability and that work ethic that you can draw a line between personal and business. And you go into work with a business hat on, and you can sort of. I'm with you though. Don't get me wrong. Like, ha, like, oh, no, where, no, where no, do you I, draw the line? I get you're playing devil, devil's yeah. advocate. Like, advocate. Yeah. It, like you have to draw the line somewhere. Um, Agreed. Yeah. But I, I can see how you know, just to start off, it's it's from a business standpoint. Like, yeah, you want to be the one that develops the atomic bomb before the other guy does. Well, of course, right? but sure, yeah, you know the. This guy was like so. So one of the one of the big I don't know about having to explode it, you know, sixteen twenty seven times to make sure it works. But <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, well, one, of, one of one of the one of the big experiments that this guy was doing is uh, he would basically take the patients, induce them into a sleep state for like twenty some odd days, mm. and then expose them to electroshock therapy mm-hmm. over and over and over. And uh, that's why I recommend the video. So I put the, the video I posted because it actually has interviews with uh, some of the patients. And like some of the patients can't remember remember large chunks of their life from it. And some of them like you, they just they don't they don't know. You know, like they'll well, this one lady in the interview or in the uh, in the um, the documentary. She's talking about it, and she's like, you know, I look at pictures. She's like, I know who that person is because everybody tells me who they are. But I personally do not know who they actually are, you know. So, like, th- th- there's personal relationships lost because of stuff like this, right? Yeah, either that video or videos. Uh, yeah, this, to that. this one was really good because uh, it, it it aired. Well, I mean, it was actually aired in Canada, so uh, it's actually a show. So, please, please, if you want to take the time to go and watch it, please do. Uh, it's a really interesting uh, documentary-ish. If, if I can put in here, yeah, yeah, um, go ahead. It, it's sort of along the same lines, right? So you were just referring to like, as far as MK Ultra goes, and the big 
and how it broke apart into different compartmentalized between you know sub studies and and one doctor which is conducting this study has no clue that there's a, another doctor miles right. away doing you know working on the same MK Ultra oh, yeah, but like, something else. It's like sales, like sleeper sales almost, right? So, yeah, I came yeah. across, uh, and this comes uh, thanks to my uh, an account that I follow called uh, Freedom Underscore Faction, mm-hmm. and they post a lot of verifiable stuff. Right. So uh, about two two days ago, well, yeah, about two days ago, and I was gonna, I don't know if I sent you this, uh, Brandon, but I saved it, and it's a U.S. patent sixty five. No, let me start it again. U.S. patent six five zero six one four eight B two, and it is basically a patent that confirms uh, the ability to manipulate the human nervous system through computers and TV. You did you did send me that. Did I, did you you did send it? me did that. Did you get a chance to look at? I haven't. I haven't had a chance to look at. But you did send that. To I've, me. Um, I do I've, remember that. So I've read that patent. U.S. patent ridiculous six five. Zero six one four eight B two. I wonder what B one is. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can question. look it up. Asking the real questions here. Um, so I mean, you gotta you gotta kind of yeah. ask yourself. You gotta look at something like that. And you gotta ask yourself if they were doing this Why? in the seventies, then how much do they have that dialed in now? And I think all that we gotta do is just turn on network television to actually learn the answer to that question. Oh, of course. Look at the progression of, of our phones, our cell phones. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you and know what ten. Ten years ago, was it no, iPhone came out? What two thousand and seven? Yeah, yeah, the original iPhone came right, out. So about eleven ago, so let's say fifteen years ago, there was no such thing as a touchscreen phone, at least mm-hmm. not in a consumer basis. Mm-hmm. Oh no. no, no, no. But now they have a way to deliver those same ideas, those same concepts, through you know we carry it with us every day. You were constantly on. Those oh, of things. course. Oh yeah, so yeah. You have to, you have to wonder. You know, just exactly how much are you being manipulated? Well, it's like I was listening to for what, uh, for what? Like, what is, what is for votes, for money, for whatever. What is it that? Why do you? I, I, that I understand. What is it, and why would you want to use a TV? And, and what, what? Why do you need to power? Why do you control the person? power? Power. Yeah, I'm with you. Sure. I'm with yeah. you, but it's like what? I mean, you're an asshole. <laughs> I think we're all in agreement on that. Hundred percent. Yeah. What kind of assholes does it take to be like, you know what? Mm, yeah, maybe we can send signals through their TVs and yeah, like right? go into their heads as if it, as if they're not doing enough all around us. You well, know? you know, just as a yeah. brief aside, it's funny to watch. It's funny sure. to look at like how much of this came out of this sense of. Paranoia and necessity that was generated in in post yeah it was exactly the Cold War um, because you had this you had this monolithic enemy to, to me the that was a front, though I don't think it was I think I think I think the struggle between capitalism and communism was real but I think that the undercurrents that it that it created you just left ethics right out the window because if you had ethics you weren't going to be able to get in front of the next guy yeah, and it was like true. It was like an arms race with not only nukes, but with ideas, with concepts, with technology, with manipulation, with mind control crap like this. Let me correct myself. I I don't think that the Cold War was was bullshit as far as it was fake. What I say is is what we've been told or what I was taught about the the, the Cold War. I don't believe any of it. Like oh, it really don't. You can't. I start from the Bay of Pigs and, right, and right, those right. certain things that sure. you know. Back in the early days, yeah. But but like the, the inner lining of why? Yeah. I, I don't think they're. I, I I don't I don't know it. 
and I think we're probably like another 10 to 20 years before we actually start getting to see like Man, what that, came down the line like World War that, II right that might oh, be yeah. World War II we were told we were, I was taught in school that we had no clue when they bombed Pearl Harbor oh we totally knew and now we know. Roosevelt was counting on it. And now we know. Now we right, know that right. they knew and they, they allowed it to happen. They also don't teach because you. Because it was like 9-11. They also like 9-11. They also don't teach you that, the, the, just like that um, um, Roosevelt blocked, he froze Japanese assets here, cut off like 90% of their oil trade. Oh, they, they put a, like, it's ridiculous. They put Jap- a bunch of people in, uh, in uh, prisons. Yeah. A lot of uh, uh, Japanese individuals in San Fran and California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they locked them away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That part they didn't so, tell us in history. Well, yeah, you know, they, they act like it's this grand glorious thing. Mean, like, anyway, the Cold right, War, we, we're, we're, we're taking a digression. We're, we're, yeah. we're uh, back to the MK. We, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, we got to get back to a lighter, <laughs> a sure. lighter subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we we possibly can discuss some of this stuff later. Of course, uh, it's the glory of doing this, right? We can we can talk about whatever the hell we want. Absolutely. Um, so, at least we hope, right? That's a good rant. That's a good rant. We, we hope. No, no, no. It was, it was, it was a great, great rant. Hey, where's mine? What are you just, doing? Leaving me out. Sorry, you just you're the party pooper. <laughs> so we, we like to we like to we like to drink a little bit of beer while we do this. So we had a toast real quick. It was fun. All right. So, so I have I have another case that I actually want to talk about. So not only so I covered the fifth estate. The fifth estate. I can't even talk. The fifth estate. It's uh, yeah. we haven't had that much beer lately. No, we haven't. Words. <laughs> I just apparently the fifth estate. The fifth estate. Yes. Right. Uh, so I talked about that video. So uh, probably a few months ago. So my my wife, uh, she she loves true crime. Uh, she listens to a prod podcast called My Favorite Murder, and she texts me. And I've tried to listen to it. It's, it's not my jam uh, for the most part. But I do encourage anybody that enjoys true crime because it's it's not my jam because I don't particularly enjoy true crime it's not because sure, they're yeah, not yeah. entertaining sure yeah um so anyway i um uh, i listened to i listened to the podcast my wife suggested it's called project artichoke and for people who do not know project artichoke is actually a sub project of mk ultra get out no it, it is in fact a sub project of mk ultra it actually was uh hang on i think that i think it changed names at one point. Okay, so originally started out as Project Bluebird and became Project Artichoke. Mm. Not to be confused with Project Blue Book. Right. Not to be confused with Project <laughs> we'll Blue Book. Which oh, we will talk. That'll about. be a few episodes. Uh, I don't. I, I, and I think we need to. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you. No, right. no, no. You're fine. But there's just so much things and so many changes coming down the pipeline. Like, oh, there's, there's like, so much with the solar observatories closing, uh, the videos yeah. that's over the sun. Oh, oh which, by anyway, the way, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Q. Happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers to Q. Cheers yes, to Q. Happy birthday. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, we're, we're definitely on the political radar right now. We weren't before, we are now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We miss you, Q, by the way, if you're listening. That's funny. I know, right? Okay, so, Cindy, so the. the, the, the the episode they did, I can't remember the episode number, but that's beside the point. The actual, the the podcast is called uh, My Favorite Murder. The episode is called uh, Project Artichoke. So my wife texts me one day and she's like, hey, listen to, let's go listen to this. And I'm like, okay, she knows I don't really enjoy true crime, but there's a reason why she's telling me to listen to this podcast. So... I jump in, I dive in, I, I go and listen to it. It's about this woman named Cindy James, and 
she basically uh, in eighty nine. Uh, this was it like mm-hmm. June eighth, nineteen eighty nine. So this was still going on in the late eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this was going on in the eighties. So uh, it long after it's long supposed to be after shut down. The Senate, right? the Senate report. Yeah. Right, right. Long after it was supposed to supposedly shut down. We'll mm-hmm. put that in quotations yeah. because you can't see my hands. Yeah, things don't shut down. Uh so so. This this particular case was featured on Unsolved Mysteries, uh, so you can actually show. go. To, I do too. Love that show. Uh, they still have an active website. You can actually go to the website and pull this up if you want to read the full story. Uh, I highly recommend that because I don't remember any of the names from some of the stuff. But well, the names and places have been changed to protect the innocent. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Anyway, all right. So uh, this this Cindy James. So she uh, she got divorced from her husband, and roughly about four months after that, she mm-hmm. was basically started getting harassed. She started getting uh, harassed with letters, uh, phone calls, all this kind of stuff, right? Um, she was getting physically assaulted and all this stuff. Uh, she went as far as moving, changing her name, painting her car, all this stuff to hide her identity, right, when all this stuff started going on. And... All this stuff was happening. I think one point, uh, the first time she was physically assaulted, a friend of hers came to her house because she just wanted to check on her, and she had a stocking tied around her neck, and she was like slumped over in the in the backyard or something. Right? She saw her through like over the fence or in the, through the window or something. Right? Holy shit. And so she found her. She's like, all I knew was some you know somebody was there. I went in the garage to get something. Somebody was there. Uh, she reported all this stuff to police. Police couldn't find anything. Any physical evidence supporting the fact that there was anybody else doing it. So, <clears throat> clowns. <laughs> eventually, they got to the point where it's like, hey, you know, we, we believe she's doing this to herself, right? Mm, of um, course. Yeah, yeah. Of course, because people do that. Creepy, yeah. creepy phone calls. People I'm gonna choke my. That. I'm gonna yeah. choke myself with a stocking. Which, <laughs> well, <laughs> there are some sick so people, people in the world that do this. No yeah, judgment but, here. No hey, judgment. Look, you yeah, know, as that, sick as a person may be, nobody ever signs themselves up for like all those ridiculous call lists. That's, That's true. cruel and unusual. Well, true. Because the guy, uh, I don't know his <laughs> name, I forget his name, but the guy that was in Kill Bill. Carradine. David Carradine. Yeah. He was into some some pretty creepy shit. He was. He was. Sexually. sexually I, not, there's some speculation. Not, there's I, some speculation that that might have not just been him. I haven't actually that's read a, anything. He's probably banging a, something up and that's a different banging his head off. Yeah, but anyways, go ahead. Anyway, anyway, so so she goes <laughs> through all this crap and it just I just keeps, don't want to dismiss the local like the right, 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 yeah, no, no. There are individuals right. that do struggle with some you yeah, know, yeah. whether it's menopause or no, schizophrenia, so Right, right. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying you know. For, so you're not. For all oh, intensive not. purposes, like they, sure, sure. the grounds for their like they're this saying, hey. She's doing this to herself is, is pretty solid because there's no physical evidence that anybody was involved. Like, they were from fingerprints and everything, yep. additional footprints, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so all this stuff transpires, and, and she's being like stalked. At one point, they find her in a ditch, mm. drugged up. You know, she's not dead, she's in a ditch, drugged up inside the road. So, what did she see? Okay, well, she doesn't know. She can't tell anything. Because here's the other crazy part with all this, right? So, she never acted like a a victim to the police. It's like so. Uh, let me let me look at the actual quote. Hang on. While you're looking that up, 
uh, we'd like to keep feeding you information yes, here. Yes, please keep keep doing oh, that. Yeah. Right so here. I had, and, and I was reading this, I was paying attention to it because I, I came across uh, last week, this past week, I came across somehow this, uh, and I don't know, I don't think you sent me this, but this is probably within all those files that you have, and it's basically uh, the name switch that took place after MKUltra. Oh, see, that's how they—that's so how they get away with oh, canceling the name. They just change the name. They change the names. Yeah. Um, so it went from MK Ultra to MK Search. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is what I got here. Uh, so here we go. Material for the record. This is this is, like I said, this is looks like a transcript from not a transcript, but like a s- synopsis of the documents documents that were released along with the committee hearings and, and all okay, that, okay. And that, that so, movement in that so area. So additional information on right. top like of I what said, was already... Like I said, you probably have this in there, but I, I came yeah. across this in one of my... Uh, no, no, no. Any, any additional information is good because there's over... I have, on my own, over... over a thousand documents on MK. And, and what's, what's mind-boggling is that that, that, is, that is a lot of files, but we have to keep in mind that all this the, isn't everything. All, right. All the documents that we do have, you know, including what you got, what mm-hmm. hasn't yet to be released, right. it's out of, what, four boxes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. of some, the, of, some of, workers that I, I personally think they hid away. Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. they had to, because in yeah, 1973, don't just get misfiled. Let's be real. Well, well, in, in the first... They were told to just to destroy everything. Yeah. Well, in the and first podcast, we talked about their practice for... There and and it's in the seventy the, the the Senate hearing right that took place in seventy seven. It's in the Senate hearing. Their practice for dealing with documentation is to destroy all documentation after the project mm-hmm. or or before the project, whatever. Right. Either way, there like should never be right. Like there should, down with like right. There should yeah. never be any material residual. Yeah, on it this. shouldn't exist. Right. But yet, somebody what I I believe some 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 patriotic whistleblowers some yep. decided. Yep. You know what? This we we can't do this, mm-hmm. so we're going to stick this box right. over here. At least right now. Right. So, so eventually it's going to come out. So you exactly. file it in the file on underwater basket weaving right. that nobody ever right. pays attention to. Exactly. So yeah, I'll exactly. read this real quick. Uh, did you find your... I do. I did. I, I do. Right, I do. So okay, continue I can't use start. my words. Words. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so when Cindy was questioned, brother... Well, that was so rude. Like we said, we do drink beer. That was so rude. Uh, so, uh, so she was questioned by the police, um, and, and and the police would state that like she wouldn't she wouldn't disclose everything. She never acted like a normal normal victim, right? So, the stuff what she would do is she would uh, deflect, deny all of the stuff that you would expect somebody who's performing all this stuff right would would do. So this is another one of the reasons why they they never really took all of her stuff serious. Cause like, what what what's going on, right? So like we want to help you, but you right. want to help yourself, right? Exactly. She's not giving them everything they need to be able to do that. Right. So uh, th- throughout all this stuff, when all this stuff's going on, right? She and eventually what ends up happening, they end up finding her dead, murdered, straight up. Uh, the case is unsolved. It still remains unsolved to this day. Uh, they they try to rule it as a suicide, but they can't. Um, just because the amount of drugs they found in her system were was was too much for her to be able, based on the time frame in which they said it was introduced into her system, right? So, 
she introduced it into her system, she would have never been able to get to where they found her body. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff is super creepy in itself. However, uh, I highly encourage everybody to listen to the Project Artichoke uh, episode. episode on My Favorite Murder. Just because they actually got the guy's name. But one of her boyfriends at the time, during all the stuff, right, was an MK Ultra uh, doctor. It was one of the one of the uh, one of the physicians assigned to the MK Ultra project from the CIA. Mm. Um, wow. So I, of my personal opinion, here's my theory. What yeah. what I think. Uh, she was one of those unwitting subjects, right? Mm-hmm. That would explain. That would explain why she didn't act like a normal witness. That right. would explain right. all the the weird stuff going on with she, that. I mean, she never acted like a normal witness. Yep. She she did do stuff to herself. She mm-hmm. didn't do everything to herself, but she did do stuff to herself that she would never normally do. Mm-hmm. Right. Because. And I mean, then you'd have to look into her past. Did she ever have like when she was younger? Did she have a history of doing anything well, like, like bef- that? Of course before not. all that, like recording everything for that, she she never had any of that. Yeah. She fun. wasn't like a whack job. You know what I mean? Just gonna, I'm gonna fly off the handle one day and just wasn't cause this, up till she met the clowns. Big, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not gonna cause this big coup, um, and say that all this stuff's happening to me just to get attention. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. So, uh, I, I believe she was one of the unwitting subjects of the MK Ultra oh, project. Sure. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, I think that. Uh, I mean, you know, it's just a. You have to look at what's going to be the most obvious explanation. And in this instance, I think that that's just the most obvious one. Yeah. We know that the program was going on. We know that the doctor was associated with the program. We know that her past history was perfectly normal. So what explains it? You right. Start, you put the pieces together. Come on. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it's, it's not rocket science, right? It ain't you know? rocket science. <laughs> uh, some people might think it is, and some people might think you're grasping at straws, but mm-hmm. uh, that's one of those cases where I think it's really black and white. Like, th- there is no room for, oh, well, it could have been. Well... It could have been, but 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 no, it's, yeah. it's not actually. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's yeah, especially when it's like questionable deaths. Like, yeah, and know, and I'm not. It's not. I think we're we're used to. Well, we've been uh, so conditioned and, and desensitized. Desensitized. Yes. From from death, um, regardless of whatever form it comes. I mean, sure, you have some that are a little bit more impactful than others, and others are less like. If it's you know it's if it's a grandfather or grandmother and they were ninety five years old, it's sad, but it doesn't strike you as if it was, God forbid, your parents at, right. at an early age. But yeah, nonetheless, yeah. we we're, we're we're sort of preconditioned to move forward and, and not look at. It. So if we once we hear death in, in, in TV and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's so it's unfortunate, but it's uncomfortable. I don't want to say it's unfortunate because there's a it's. A, Lion King, it's a circle of life. Sure, yeah. You know, and I mean, going on what you're saying, like we've been we've been so conditioned to think that, oh, you know, it's it's Big Brother government. They're all totally cool. They can never do anything. <laughs> everything can't be. Right. Everything can't right. be a conspiracy, and not everything is a conspiracy. But yeah, not but everything then, is is a but then, I mean, black look, and white. Look right. at no, no, just no, no, look no, at that's, recent that's events. Look at recent events, man. I mean, you've got all this weird, weird, super weird, out of the ordinary stuff. And guess what? It's all happening just before an election. Now, why is that? I see that. I wouldn't say now, that is. That's a big rabbit hole. Let's not go down that. But just pointing that out yeah, as an example. Yeah, I don't think it's such a big rabbit hole. I mean, it's, I guess, yeah, yeah. Really? If you're into really, are you going to say it's not that big of a rabbit hole? <laughs> I don't really. I don't. We just. 
finish, I, I don't know. I mean, we're still we're we're on a subject, and, and I think there's a great reason why we chose to just uh, launch off of MK Ultra because it's it's so impactful to to then, which we're talking about what 30, 40, 50 years ago. I can't do that math in my head. Let's so yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. Let's say 1940, <laughs> easily 1940. Yeah, oh it yeah, it was in, in its pre-beta test. Oh, of mm-hmm. course, right. because so let's... It's uh, 2018, um, you know, and, and like we said in the previous podcast, a lot of the the marketing knowledge that came out of the Makeup Ultra, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the patterns, of human patterns that they were able to to notice and study and, mm-hmm. and extract, so, oh, look, look, they do do this, and, it, and you can, if, if a person does these kind of routines, you can predict them to do this, and you can predict an outcome. Um, and just to read off of, to wrap my thought here. Yeah. Um, you know, material for the record, and this is uh, this is verbatim on that uh, the name switch of MK Ultra to MK Search, right? And it it pretty much encompasses everything uh, as to what this project intended to do, right? So MK MK Search was the name given to the continuation of the MK Ultra program, right? Uh, I actually have another document right here that talks about that. And so this is from the Senate committee. This is not, you know, we can take our tinfoil hats off at this point. Right. Say this is this is history. This, this is not even. This, this is not. A cons- this has nothing to do with conspiracy or not. That, believe it or not, this this happened. It's history. It oh is. yeah, yeah. yeah there's, no, our, there's no argument. It's a part of our government history, right? Yeah. So MK Search was the name given to the continuation of MK Ultra mm-hmm. program funding commenced in fiscal year 1966 and ended in fiscal year 1972. Mm-hmm. Its purpose was to develop, test, and evaluate capabilities in the co- in the covert use of biological, chemical, and radioactive material systems and techniques for producing predictable human behavioral and psychological changes in support mm-hmm. of highly sensitive operational requirements yep right oh yeah and and let's go on the record and say that it's possible that some good things came out of this and it helped actually it might have helped our boys conduct really awesome missions abroad and and you know save the save the the behinds of all of us americans i'm that I'm, said i'm not gonna I, say that there's a, not a positive side to this. I'm not going to say that. I don't, I, I, but I, I mean, it's it's like it's, it's one like, of those that I can't. I yeah. can't but see it's like I'm doing not, human. Yeah, it's like it's like mangling. Like Project Manhattan. Like uh, again, I can rationalize that because sure, you want to have the the like, especially as another you know, like those battle royale games. Yeah, you sure. want to be the first one to grab that gun. Right, right, right. <laughs> you, don't well, be, you don't want to be the guy running around with your. One of those things where it's like, well, sure. I just don't see why you have to tap into it. Ethically, right. ethically, it's questionable. Well, agreed. It's like Mangala you know, from World well, War Two. Why they had to go covert? Right, right. I mean, it's you've got you've got like a you've got like a doc <laughs> who's conducting like human experimentation in order to derive uh, derive scientific knowledge out of it. That scientific knowledge can be used to cure diseases. Can be used to you know impact sure, the, for the better. I, oh, but, yeah. but still, yeah. but still, do the ends justify the means? No, they don't. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm, I'm not yeah. agreeing. Sure, sure, with sure. the shenanigans. I have to go back onto this. No, no, no. Go I ahead. Ha- go ahead. I go have ahead. to. Go ahead. Again, I'm still reading the same document. 
that's again. It is looks it? to be like the synopsis. You're gonna, you're gonna put that up on the. You're gonna put that up on the Facebook page. Yeah, uh, this will be up on the the. If I haven't already, yes, it will be on the wallboard discussion uh, Facebook page. Um, so, and I don't know if you. So, aside from the sub, so the sub, sub projects, projects, this this one here says, um, amongst other things, but I'm just sort of trying to wrap this thing up. The program was divided into two projects. Project often was to deal with the testing, the toxicological trans trans transmissivity and behavioral effects of drugs and animals and ultimately humans. Speaking of words. Project Chickwit. Chick- Chickwit. Project Chickwit, and that is spelled C-H-I-C-K-W-I-T. Chickwit. Project Chickwit, Chick-wit. was concerned with acquiring information on new drug developments in Europe and in the Orient and with acquiring samples. There is a discrepancy between the testimony of the Department of Defense and the Clowns in America regarding the testing at Edgewood Arsenal in June 1973. Uh, do you have anything on the incident of Edgewood Arsenal? I, I, I don't. Right, so we'll, no, well, we'll get back let, to you guys on that one. Let me rephrase that. I don't that I know of. Because like I said, can, I have Can I have, you Google it real quick? To see right, hang, hang, hang we're going to do a quick Let's Google search of what happened regarding the testing at Edgewood Arsenal. Edge Wood Arsenal. Wood. And then just put June 1973 is the date because they, they actually put June 1973. While there is an agreement that human testing occurred at that place in time, well, there's there's a hint of All right, what's going so on. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do the unthinkable. Let me wrap this up. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. So, blah, 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 Department of Defense and the Clubs in America. Regarding the testing at Edgewood Arsenal in June 1973, while there is agreement that human testing occurred at the place and time, there is a disagreement as to who was responsible for financing and sponsorship. Mm. See hearings before the Subcommittee on Health and Scientific Research of the Senate Human Resources Committee, September 21st, 1977. If you want to do this search on your own, which we encourage and recommend because yeah please yeah, I, please do please like do said, don't i fix prayers um, for a living uh you know <laughs> don't count on me i'm just reading don't uh yeah don't I, i'm a history buff I, I love history um and and ultimately that's what got me into conspiracy theories if you will no it's <laughs> I, I i approach them from a historical standpoint what what does our history say not necessarily u.s history but just human history well you um, can't look at it from america's point of view no you you can't look you you can't look at it from the point of view of the of the recorder of history. You have to look at it from the outside in because absolutely agree. Right. Objectively, that's how right. that's how you stay outside the forest, man. Right, too right. close it, to see the trees. So no, no, just, no. This isn't a, a team Coke, team Pepsi. This is just as a human yep. being having uh, as a spiritual being having a weird ass human experience. That's how I approach life, and especially when it comes to conspiracy. Like, well, you have to think about it from outside. Yeah, I mean, in. I mean, so so one of the best examples of exactly what we're talking about uh, that I can think of. So uh, Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. Ramesses. Mm-hmm. He went to war and he lost. He lost. Yep. But he came back. If you look at Egyptian history, he records it as he won. Mm-hmm. But he moved them. 
Right. Well, he he records it as the one, right? Every other, if you look at the all-encompassing everybody else's stuff, yeah, Egypt it, will it documents the fact what actually happened. Egypt is a definitely an episode. But, Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Just because of uh, the different dynasties, one erased the other dynasty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Akhenaten was an alien. Oh, it was weird. Oh, dude, don't <laughs> even get me started on Akhenaten. <laughs> Akhenaten's my favorite one. Uh, oh, he's yeah. an alien. Don't them, even get me started. I think a lot of them <laughs> But my, my, my point with that is it just shows exactly why you can't look at it from the, the, the view of the recorder of the history. You have to look at it from the other side. Yeah. Because... Whoever records it is going to be the victor, right? The victor, the, the victor is going to tell you this what they want to tell. Tells you what history is. So, absolutely. Yeah, yep. and and I do have the Edgewood Arsenal stuff pulled up, uh, but all right. So Edgewood Arsenal is basically Edgewood Arsenal human experiments, and this unfortunately this is coming from Wikipedia. Uh, I may we may have to do some digging on this so that we can find something else other than Wikipedia. Wikipedia. But we'll give a general idea of what Edgewood Arsenal was. Uh, So from 1948 to 1975, U.S. Army Chemical Corps conducted classified human subject research at the Edgewood Arsenal facility in Maryland. The purpose was to evaluate evaluate the impact of low-dose chemical warfare agents on military personnel and to test protective clothing, pharmaceuticals, and vaccines. A small portion of these studies were directed at psychological warfare and grouped under the prosaic title of the Medical Research Volunteer Program 1956-1975. All right. So, let's see. Overall, about 7,000 soldiers took part in these experiments that involved exposure to more than 250 different chemicals, according to the Department of Defense. So, I'm I'm not going to go there and say anything. Uh, Some of the volunteers exhibited symptoms at the time of exposure to these agents, but long-term follow-up was not planned as part of the DOD studies. Of course it wasn't, because they just don't care. Uh, The experiments were abruptly terminated by the Army in the late 1975 amidst the atmosphere of scandal and... Allegedly. Right. Right. Allegedly ended in Mm -hmm. 1975. Uh, Scandal and recrimination as lawmakers accused researchers of questionable questionable ethics. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, many government, many official government reports and civilian lawsuits followed in the wake of controversy. Uh, the chemical agents tested on volunteers included chemical warfare agents and other related agents. Um, yeah, so VX gas, sarin gas, uh, mustard agents, nerve agents. Uh, let's see what else. Pro- wow, okay. Irritants and riot control agents, alcohol and caffeine. Oh goodness! Oh, alcohol great. and caffeine. <clears throat> I'm surprised sugar is not on that list, dude. Right? Uh, considering the fact that it's more addicting than cocaine in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Well, in all cases, uh, if you don't, if you think I'm crazy, uh, just, just you you could do a Google search for that. Well, um, just do a Google search, even yeah. if you do think it's crazy. This is what you do. Yeah, <laughs> well, we still want you to. Change. We're all kind of crazy. Yeah. That's Go- what we're doing. Google search. Uh, the whole point of this is to make you think, right? The question, question stuff that you think you know. So, uh, look for yourself. If you think we're nuts, then go read it for yourself. Agreed. 
so yeah, that, that's what uh, Edgewood Arsenal human experiments are. Is was is we'll, we'll go with is. We'll go with this. Well, well, that we was should go part with this. Of, that was uh, I believe that was project. Uh, that was that was part chicken of something. Chicken Wait. little. Chicken, chicken, li- chicken, chicken, yeah. little. chicken Little. Chicken Little. Project Chicken Little. <laughs> chicken Little. Okay. All right, we got about 15 minutes. 15? Yeah. 15. We can wrap that up. We can wrap it up. We should always wrap it up. Absolutely. Always, always wrap it up. Well, that is, um, you know, always uh, practice a, you know. Wise choice. Yeah. Wise choices. So, you learn um, anything out of this podcast, please <laughs> learn that. So always wrap it up. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, one of the other one of the other deals. So um, let's see. Let me get back. So one one of the other things. So that with MK Ultra, though, a lot of people don't realize is it that it took place in over thirty universities and institutions uh, were involved with the testing. So uh, wow. it go, this goes back. So that part of it actually encompasses uh, that. Uh, sanitarium that I was talking about in the beginning with the Fifth Estate and YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it for the life of me right now. But either way, uh, the, like I said, the, that YouTube video specifically is on the wallboard discussion, so you can go pull it up, watch it. Yeah, leave uh, a comment. Yeah, please, agree, please, please disagree. Um, absolutely, we uh, we absolutely welcome the debate. Yeah, this is what is for, you know, and, and I'm glad you said that, Jack, because. You know, this is at least for us. Um, it is about. It's an open. It's an open forum. Yeah. Right. The so debates are, are, are healthy forum. and they're supposed to be had. Now, I'm, I'm concerned. One of my concerns, uh, not, you know, today's world is that you can't. They, they've controlled so much. I don't know who they are. You know who they are. They. they yeah. Capital. They capital T. They. They are. Um, they've managed to find a way. To get ahead of the, yeah, please. Thank you. So, yeah, um, you know, I just had a, and I won't get into the details, but I was hanging out with a friend of mine, coworker, and a a hot topic came about, and I messed up because I immediately said my stand on it. And we'll call it a movement or whatever, one of those hashtag things. Sure, yeah. And, and and the experience was, you know, I still love her. Love him. Her or him. Oh, him, it's, him, it's, her? him, her? Him, her. Because 2018, we got one right? Of those, we got one of those in my Sex is our labels. Oh, yeah. We don't, yeah. No, no labels. Yeah, no labels, labels here. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever <laughs> that individual decides to, you know, identify reflect us. and identify us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, um, and, and I mean, the individual pretty much walked off. So, uh, good night. It just took off. I know. A- after this is over, I want to know who this is. Yeah, me too. I'll, I'll let you know. Um, you don't know. So, oh, okay. Anyways, long story short, what I was fine because I, I, I'm pretty confident in my beliefs, and, and I'm also open enough. Like if I'm wrong, I'll. Man, you're right. I, I'm yeah, wrong. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Change me. my ways or Her, my thought. My yeah, opinion. yeah. For sure. So, and I'll finish. And long story short, you know, the person, the individual took off, and it just, it to me, it it just sort of put a magnifying glass of of today's world where 
it, you're not allowed to to have a, a different opinion. Well, and, and going well, back to the topic at hand with the MK Ultra, like, could we have been mass conditioned to be like that? Well, I think it's one of the products of, it, it, yeah, it's true. of today's world. Like, as far as discussions and when you're allowed to think and not think, and if you think this way, yeah. you're you're either you know a Nazi, you're wrong, a conspiracy fascist. theorist, a fascist, a bigot, and the the, the goes on and on and on and sure, on yeah. unless you agree with what's already been like no, the this is it this is the stamp and this is how you should believe it if otherwise yeah. if you believe, believe otherwise not only are you wrong you are also a an insert adjective that's oh yeah negative. I mean yeah well, exactly a lot of religious debates fall in that too like you know mm-hmm. you, you get into talking about that and then you talk about like creation of the world evolution and all that stuff people yeah, think yeah, you're a whack right. job and they're like, oh, you're dumb for believing in religion. Am I? Yeah, I mean, to me, like, faith and, and science have always been irreconcilable, but well, you still got to have faith and you still got to have science. Well, so why not just have them both and let them be separate? When you said religion, it's a great point. Like, first, I couldn't go back to my, my aunts and uncles sure. and tell them, like, what I believe now as far as the Adam and Eve story. I still believe in the Adam and Eve story. I just think there was you a just, whole lot of more characters in that involved in that story. You just believe they came from well, Mars and they were genetically engineered. It's like... <laughs> so, so, <laughs> sort of? Not really? Sort of? Not really. But I do believe... And, and, and even if I were to be able to prove to them that m- now my theory is it's still based on a, a, a Judeo-Christian biblical standpoint because it, it clearly says... And it's just as an example. We're not going to go down this ride. Sure, sure. Um, you know, not let, this, let not us. This time. It says, "Let us make man." Well, there's a plural there. Who <laughs> us? Sure. Well, there's yeah, us. And we've been told it's all <clears throat> the, the Trinity. Well, it's the Holy Trinity. Well, sure, but we don't even get to know about the Holy Trinity till the, the New Testament. Well, the, that's the same <clears> thing. Does the three and one speak in the, in the third person though? No, I mean, like, typically not. And you also run into go along the same lines of what you're talking about. So there's right after Eve protected the apple, there's a literal statement where God says they seek to be like us. Mm -hmm. Us. Us. Who is us? Us is plural. It's us. But God said this. I mean, like, what is it? God and the archangels? But, like, the angels never created anything. So I talked to. And not not to go too much off what we're talking about, yeah, then we get, we'll, we'll we get come back. But, we get but with, with 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 that, so <clears throat> I, I thought about it. and I'm like, well, maybe he is referring to Jesus and the Holy Spirit. But but at the same time, like what Gio was just talking about, that part doesn't come in until the New Testament. So you don't know anything about Jesus. You don't know anything about the Holy Spirit at that point. Sort of because at least not in the premise because they in. In, in my belief, and I, I couldn't tell you how I came about to believe this, whether somebody told me it made sense, and I was like, oh, yeah, that we makes are, sense. We are way off that. So I far. know, I know. So far. <laughs> but, but Jesus it's, it's okay. is, is the same as Jehovah. Oh, right. So, when right. You, right, so when, in the Old Testament, when you hear anything, Jehovah showed up or Jehovah was there, it's Jesus. that is Jesus. Right. Well, that technically, is, that's a spiritual... Technically speaking, it would be all three of them, if you, if you want well, to go down that that. Well, I don't share right. that with myself, right. but uh, right. no, 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 no. There is the whole. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not gonna. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, we're I'm doing not a one eighty. Either way, we're, we're using that as an example. Right. 
Right. You That's know, why that, I'm stopping. That you, it was a good have to, It was. It was. It was a quick one. But it's it's the fact of, like, yeah, so today's sort of, I don't want to say political, but a lot of it has been politicized. Anything, sure, yeah. everything now, everything is politicized. Uh, of course. You know, now it's not even about life experiences. or No, it's, it's okay, so what do you stand with that? Yeah, you know, how does you waking up in the morning the right? affect your ability to, to, you know, are you on the left or are you on the right this morning? It's like, oh my God, you know, guys, just just chill. Like, what what if I'm neither? Oh, like, yeah. oh how dare you? <laughs> yeah, how dare you not vote? Right? See, right. going back to the going back to um, let's just let's just uh you know take one little example using MK Ultra, and uh, and the television experiments. Let's just say that MK Ultra Project Mockingbird got together because I mean, does anybody did. does anybody really believe they didn't? I mean, come on now, this it, is obvious. It, it, it would be ignorant to think they the didn't do something said, together. At this listen, point. inconceivable. Uh, listen, and so inconceivable. if you don't want to do the reading, <laughs> I, I, I'm not a big fan of reading. I'll be honest. But if, if you're not a fan of reading like I am, just go on YouTube, pull up, and just look up the committee, the committee hearing that we were just discussing. And oh, Brandon yeah. brought, the, was able to find the transcripts for and, and the synopsis that I found 100%. on it. It's, they, they, you know, there's some good questions back and forth from the senators to, to the individuals of the client <clears throat> yep. of America, you know, and they even say, like, one of the questions that one of the senators asked is, like, do you... Did you hire uh, news or journalists? And mm-hmm. and the answer at the time was, uh, Senator, uh, these are questions that we would love to answer, uh, but more <laughs> of a private executive setting. We, we can't discuss that right now. Yeah. Just say yes or no, bitch. Like, I'm you. not asking you what you want for dinner. Well, I mean, you might right, as well right, just right. you might as well just said yes, and we all like, know that we all know what the answer is. The answer is yes. yes. Like, like it's either no, <clears throat> yeah. Or yes, even, if you go in... And uh, so, you know, when, when you look at the world today with, with all this polarization and, and you look and at the Sir roots... Cooper. You look at the... Yeah, you look at the roots of this polarization, it all comes from the journalists. And, you know, yeah, that's yes. that's what's really plugging it in. So, yes. it's obvious. You can see the fruits of all of MK Ultra, all of Project Mockingbird, these things that come together. You see the roots in the polarization of society I'm today. I'm not the it's biggest ridiculous. 45 supporter... I did not partake in the lesser of two evils. Sure. Uh, I, I I don't care if you agree, disagree, if you know voting. That's my right. Whether I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. whether Absolutely. I do so or don't. Absolutely. I, this is why I live in America with such pride because I'm allowed to do that, right? Sure. Whether I I can stay home and watch the shit show and eat my popcorn while everybody else loses their shit, <laughs> or I can partake. You know, but I cannot. Right, right. But. I, I I gotta call it as I see it. When the, when forty five says these people are the enemy of the people, they are the enemy of the state. Yeah, he's not lying. He's not lying. No, that's I can. He's not even. Get he's not even that crazy off. Like nope. he's and it's not even. It not ju- it didn't just start. And now what's crazy is, and it's not crazy, but I think where the the disconnect is is that you have a lot of, a lot of individuals that didn't start paying attention until. Until two years ago, and now all of a sudden they know, no, no, bitch, yeah. you don't know shit. You just started paying attention because the outcomes are different. Yeah. But for those that have been paying attention oh, for yeah. 16, 20, those that that gone into and looked at history, yeah, that weren't even alive for JFK, right, or Reagan or anything like that, but they dug into history yeah, yeah. and seen like, oh wait, what? This person ran on this, and they ended yeah. up going this way. 
the money, the people they had in their cabinet. <clears throat> Wait, this person was in this cabinet? Starts getting pretty obvious. Two administrations later, he's back in the office mm-hmm. as of another role. You know, and, and, and you see that the... And even if you go through media and, like, the change, the, the buying of these corporations, so you have less and less independent media, yep. and now, you know, it's easy enough. You look well, at the St. Clair incident. Oh, the St. Clair incident isn't one-off. The St. Clair incident is just a great, of the latest example of what's mm-hmm. been going on for at least 20 years. At least. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. Only, well, only probably a little longer than that. You can no, for sure. Yeah. But well, I can only say at least yeah. 20 because I've been alive at least 20 and paying attention. Well, you 20, can, but 15 sure. at least. Yeah, yeah. You can even, well, e- even with that, so like you can even get to the point, if you really want to know how bad that kind of stuff gets... Kennedy, Kennedy, Ken, <laughs> yeah. Kennedy literally has a speech where he's addressing mm-hmm. it's a beautiful speech. the media a beautiful on speech. their, uh, on their, yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? On on their, uh, oh my god, yeah. no, no, no. He's basically, Compli- he's compliant. charging them with their station, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's telling them, hey, this is your job. Yes. To inform the a American free people. And independent media. It's exactly. Vital. Yes. He talks I've heard about that, that speech so many times. Yes. It's it's, a, it's beautiful. If you haven't listened, get on YouTube. You can listen to the whole thing. Yes, really please. become a Kennedy believer, man. Can, can, Kennedy's. Can we can we wrap it up on that speech? Oh Let's yeah. Wrap yeah, it up yeah, on that yeah, speech. yeah. Look yeah, it okay. up right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So wrap it up. We'll get the mic close up here, and we'll. Uh, Such a good speech, man. We uh, we. We hope that you enjoyed this this episode. Yeah, um, we like to have fun. Right. We hope you guys did too. Share none of this. We we feel like it's in a safe environment to disagree amongst each other. Oh yeah, because we have that, and we do a lot. Re- the respectful relationship that you should have heard us on the music break. Oh, it was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> All right, it's gonna take. Give me a sec. I gotta. So hopefully you guys come back. Do my stream here. We'll keep you posted. Please visit. Follow, like, share, subscribe, all the good things over at the Wallboard Discussion. And that's yeah. on Facebook. We don't have a Twitter handle yet. We eh, we may not ever have one of those just because of the way they are yeah. running their business. Yeah, no, at Jack can uh, suck it. Yeah. I said that. Of course. You can suck it. But that's exactly why we don't have a handle because we right. be able to say things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, appreciate the support again. As always, um, I am, uh, well, I'm not going to say as always. As of today, I'm uh, Jack, Marlon, Ryan, Marlon, Jack, Ryan. However you want to play Marlon, that. Marlon, Jack, Ryan. Marlon, Marlon, Jack, Ryan. Marlon, signing Jack off. Ryan. And we're waiting on... Uh, Alright, I'll brand it and get to check out as well. Gonna, what are we I gotta get through this stupid thing. Oh, wait, wait. Can wait. we go over an hour? Oh, jeez, this is 20 minutes. Yeah, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to go over for a second. It is, it's okay, either way. It's okay. Let me, uh, let me get it pulled up on my laptop, because I just realized I'm recording on my desktop, so. Oh, yeah. And if this mic would, uh, cooperate here with us. Right. The mics will soon cooperate much better. Just yes, for the record. Yes, we are we are noobs working our way to noobs P two. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We are about to level we up, ladies and gentlemen. We get that, you guys. All right, but we get it. It's an inside joke. <laughs> P two. <laughs> oh, we gotta get better quality than that.
I'll it's gonna be it's gonna be louder, but it's not gonna be much better. Let's slide this we'll over. And if not, we'll definitely uh, post this link. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll post the actual link. Like, yeah, just keep an uh, keep an eye on that wallboard discussion page on Facebook, and uh, we'll we'll stay as active as we possibly can. We definitely uh, need yeah. your interaction there. Again, we we welcome. Criticism, criticisms, comments—it's all welcome. Comments, uh, unlike, topics that you want us to discuss and go down and maybe research. Uh, unlike modern society, <coughs> dissent is welcome. Your theories, true. Tell us your true. theories. All right. Yeah. All right. We ready? We're ready. Uh, what date is this? Uh, so April twenty seventh, nineteen sixty one. The be, president addresses the press. Basically, is this the one that was seven days or ten days before they uh, shot his ass? Roughly roundabout, I can't remember which it one, but yeah, off, right? it wasn't it wasn't far off at all. Publishers Association, Waldorf Astoria Hotel, New York City, April twenty seventh, nineteen sixty one. Mr. Chairman, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate very much your generous invitation to be here tonight. You bear heavy responsibilities these days. And the article I read uh, some time ago reminded me of how particularly heavily the burdens of present-day events bear upon your profession. You may remember that in 1851, New York Herald Tribune, under the sponsorship and publishing of Horace Greeley, employed as its London correspondent, an obscure journalist by the name of Karl Marx. We are told that foreign correspondent Marx, stone broke, and with a family ill and undernourished, constantly appealed to Greeley and managing editor Charles Dana for an increase in his munificent salary of $5 per installment, a salary which he and Ingalls ungratefully labeled as the lousiest petty bourgeois cheating. But when all his financial appeals were refused, Marx looked around for other means of livelihood and fame, eventually terminating his relationship with the Tribune and devoting his talents full-time to the cause that would bequeath to the world the seeds of Leninism, Stalinism, Revolution, and the Cold War. If only this capitalistic New York newspaper had treated him more kindly. If only Marx had remained a foreign correspondent, history might have been different. And I... I hope all publishers will bear this lesson in mind. The next time they receive a poverty-stricken appeal from a small increase in the expense account from an obscure newspaper man. I have uh, selected as the title of my remarks tonight, the president and the press. Some may suggest that this would be more naturally worded, the president versus the press, but those are not my sentiments tonight. It is true, however, that when a well-known diplomat from another country demanded recently that our State Department 
repudiate certain newspaper attacks on his colleague, it was unnecessary for us to reply that this administration was not responsible for the press, for the press had already made it clear that it was not responsible for this administration. here tonight is not to deliver the usual assault on the so-called one-party press. On the contrary, in recent months, I have rarely heard any complaints about political bias in the press, except from a few Republicans. <laughs> Nor is it my purpose tonight to discuss or defend the televising of presidential press conferences. I think it is highly beneficial to have some 20 million Americans regularly sit in on these conferences to observe, if I may say so, the incisive, the intelligent, and the courteous qualities displayed by your Washington correspondents. Nor, finally, are these remarks intended to examine the proper degree of privacy which the press should allow to any president and his family. If in the last few months, your White House reporters and photographers have been, in, have been attending church services with regularity, <laughs> that has surely done them no harm. <laughs> On the other hand, I realize that your staff and wire service photographers may be complaining that they do not enjoy the same green privileges, the local golf courses, which they once did. It is true that my predecessor did not object, as I do, to pictures of one's golfing skill in action. But neither, on the other hand, did he ever be a Secret Service man. My uh, topic tonight is a more sober one, of concern to publishers as well as editors. I want to talk about our common responsibilities in the face of a common danger. The events of recent weeks may have helped to illuminate that challenge for some, but the dimensions of its threat have loomed large on the horizon for many years. Whatever our hopes may be for the future, for reducing this threat or living with it, there is no escaping either the gravity or the totality of its challenge to our survival and to our security a challenge that confronts us in unaccustomed ways in every sphere of human activity. This deadly challenge imposes upon our society two requirements of direct concern, both to the press and to the president. Two requirements that may seem almost contradictory in tone, but which must be reconciled and fulfilled if we are to meet this national peril. I refer first to the need for far greater public information, and second, to the need for far greater official secrecy. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers 
which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. But I do ask, but I do ask every publisher, every editor, and every newsman in the nation to re-examine his own standards and to recognize the nature of our country's peril. In time of war, the government and the press have customarily joined in an effort based largely on self-discipline to prevent unauthorized disclosures to the enemy. In times of clear and present danger, the courts have held that even the privileged rights of the First Amendment must yield to the public's need for national security. Today, no war has been declared. And however fierce the struggle may be, it may never be declared in the traditional fashion. Our way of life is under attack. Those who make themselves our enemy are advancing around the globe. The survival of our friends is in danger. And yet no war has been declared. No borders have been crossed by marching troops. No missiles have been fired. If the press is awaiting a declaration of war before it imposes the self-discipline of combat conditions, then I can only say that no war ever posed a greater threat to our security. If you are awaiting a finding of clear and present danger, then I can only say that the danger has never been more clear and its presence has never been more imminent. It requires a change in outlook, a change in tactics, a change in missions by the government, by the people, by every businessman or labor leader, and by every newspaper. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. It conducts the Cold War in short with a wartime discipline 
no democracy would ever hope or wish to match. Nevertheless, every democracy recognizes the necessary restraints of national security. And the question remains whether those restraints need to be more strictly observed if we are to oppose this kind of attack as well as outright invasion. For the facts of the matter are that this nation's foes have openly boasted of acquiring through our newspapers information they would otherwise hire agents to acquire through theft, bribery, or espionage, that details of this nation's covered preparations to counter the enemy's covered operations have been available to every newspaper reader, friend and foe alike, that the size, the strength, the location, and the nature of our forces and weapons and our plans and strategy for their use have all been pinpointed in the press and other news media to a degree sufficient to satisfy any foreign power, and that in at least one case, the publication of details concerning a secret mechanism whereby satellites were followed required its alteration at the expense of considerable time and money. The newspapers which printed these stories were loyal, patriotic, responsible, and well-meaning. Had we been engaged in open warfare, they undoubtedly would not have published such items. But in the absence of open warfare, they recognized only the tests of journalism and not the tests of national security. And my question tonight is whether additional tests should not now be adopted. That question is for you alone to answer. No public official should answer it for you. No governmental plan should impose its restraints against your will. But I would be failing in my duty to the nation in considering all of the responsibilities that we now bear and all of the means at hand to meet those responsibilities if I did not commend this problem to your attention and urge its thoughtful consideration. On many earlier occasions I have said, and your newspapers have constantly said, that these are times that appeal to every citizen's sense of sacrifice and self-discipline. They call out to every citizen to weigh his rights and comforts against his obligations to the common good. I cannot now believe that those citizens who serve in the newspaper business consider themselves exempt from that appeal. I have no intention of establishing a new office of war information to govern the flow of news. I am not suggesting any new forms of censorship or new types of security classifications. I have no easy answer to the dilemma that I have posed and would not seek to impose it if I had one. But I am asking the members of the newspaper profession and the industry in this country to re-examine their own responsibilities, to consider the degree and the nature of the present danger, and to heed the duty of self-restraint, which that danger imposes upon us all. Every newspaper now asks itself, with respect to every story, is it news? All I suggest is that you add the question, is it in the interest of national security? And I hope that every group in America, unions and businessmen and public officials at every level, will ask the same question of their endeavors and subject their actions to this same exacting test. And should the press of America consider and recommend 
the voluntary assumption of specific new steps or machinery, I can assure you that we will cooperate wholeheartedly with those recommendations. Perhaps there will be no recommendations. Perhaps there is no answer to the dilemma faced by a free and open society in a cold and secret war. In times of peace, any discussion of this subject and any action that results are both painful and without precedent. But this is a time of peace and peril, which knows no precedent in history. It is the unprecedented nature of this challenge that also gives rise to your second obligation, an obligation which I share. And that is our obligation to inform and alert the American people, to make certain that they possess all the facts that they need and understand them as well, the perils, the prospects, the purposes of our program and the choices that we face. No president should fear public scrutiny of his program, for from that scrutiny comes understanding, and from that understanding comes support or opposition, and both are necessary. I am not asking your newspapers to support an administration, but I am asking your help in the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people. For I have complete confidence. and the response and dedication of our citizens whenever they are fully informed. I not only could not stifle controversy among your readers, I welcome it. This administration intends to be candid about its errors. For as a wise man once said, an error doesn't become a mistake until you refuse to correct it. We intend to accept full responsibility for our errors, and we expect you to point them out when we miss them. Without debate, Without criticism, no administration and no country can succeed, and no republic can survive. That is why the Athenian lawmaker Solon decreed it a crime for any citizen to shrink from controversy. And that is why our press was protected by the First Amendment, the only business in America specifically protected by the Constitution, not primarily to amuse and entertain, not to emphasize the trivial and the sentimental, not to simply give the public what it wants, but to inform, to arouse, to reflect, to state our dangers and our opportunities, to indicate our crises and our choices, to lead, mold, educate, and sometimes even anger public opinion. This means greater coverage and analysis of international news, for it is no longer far away and foreign, but close at hand and local. It means greater attention to improved understanding of the news, as well as improved transmission. And it means, finally, that government at all levels must meet its obligation to provide you with the fullest possible information outside the narrowest limits of national security. And we intend to do it. It was early in the 17th century that Francis Bacon remarked on three recent inventions already transforming the world, the compass, gunpowder, and the printing press. Now the links between the nations, first forged by the compass, have made us all citizens of the world, the hopes and threats of one becoming the hopes and threats of us all. In that one world's effort to live together, the evolution of gunpowder 
to its ultimate limit has warned mankind of the terrible consequences of failure. And so it is to the printing press, to the recorder of man's deeds, the keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent.